And we asked for that presence. And God spoke to me back there and he said, I want them to know that they've got it. That the fact that you have Jesus in you is his presence. And that it's, it's just always there. And a lot of times we forget that. You know, I've thought many times if I really, really understood the scope of that, the, the fullness of that, what would I do with my thoughts, my mind, my body, my everything to know that I have the living Christ right here? Would that change what I, how I act, what I say, everything? But the main thing he spoke is he said, I want my people to know that that presence is with them. If they know him, if they know Jesus, they have it. Um, I've never had this happen to me before, uh, where God gives me a, a vision one one week, and then part of the of the vision the second week, and then the third week part this part of the third part of this vision. Uh, you know where I saw the rift, and I, uh, those that didn't hear that um, vision can get on online and hear it. But I saw this rift, and then last week I saw the this um, giant that was standing on both sides of the rift, and he was uh, teetering, uh, try, you know, trying not to fall in, and. Um, then this week, the third part of this vision came to me, and I saw uh, the giant that was trying to balance in between. This giant fell in between in the valley, fell. And uh, I saw what God said was this giant uh, fell down, and it was big. But when it fell, it became part of the valley, just like it sunk down into the valley. And God said, uh, he fell in fear and undecidedness. He, he, he would not make a decision. And so God wants us this year to de- know who we are, who we stand for. Are we for God or against God? The valley of undecidedness decidedness uh, is that valley of fear and it will just keep you there and you will not you will fall in and you will not uh you know god says he'd rather us be hot or cold and uh he doesn't want us to be lukewarm so this was the third part and i thought that was kind of weird that god was showing me this the third i mean i've never had this happen to me like that and uh, so this week, um, Avis Grisham called, and I was. Uh, she asked me. She she had some. She's having some health problems, and uh, she asked me to pray for. Her. And as I was praying for her on the phone, I uh, something God did for me years ago. This was thirty five, forty years ago. I had a vision. Of her and me. Now, I don't know why I had a picture of her and me, but I mean, I know now, but I, at that time I didn't know, and I saw myself and, and her was walking arm in arm down the middle of the road. And we were walking, and, and there was destruction and despair all around, and we were praying for people. 
And uh, so as I was praying for her, this vision came back to me. And I said, okay, God, and I shared that with her again. I've shared it in the past with her. And I shared that with her again. And she, she says, oh, my, a similar thing happened to me. She said, I had a vision years ago, and I saw myself, and I was walking and praying for people, and there was destruction and despair around me, and I was praying for people. And I said, okay, Abbas, the Lord is saying to us that he is not through with us. And, I mean, she might be sick now, but she's going to recover. And she's going to be fine. And uh, I said, God is saying this for a time, such a time as this. It's for this time. And she agreed with me, and she said, uh, you know, that God is not through with her and Milford, and God is going to use them. And uh, so as I was uh, praying about this, you know, and God had showed me the second part of the, of the third part of that vision of how we, we cannot stay in the middle ground, you know, that it's really a sin for us to stay in the middle ground of undecidedness. And so I was reading online this, uh, Doug Addison always has a really good, I love his prophecies. And he said this 2015 is a year of the open door. And I just quickly want to read just parts of this. He said, uh, we have radically shifted with the theme of 2015 into a a new door of opportunity being open for us. Uh, The year of the open door. And he said, uh, 2015, uh, there will be new doors open. Uh, He said, during Valentine's week, he's um, last year, he said, I was, he was speaking. I'm not, I'm not going to read all this. Anyway, he was in uh, Redding, California and God spoke to him. There was uh, dolphins. There was over a hundred thousand dolphins that, that showed up out in the ocean. And he said, um, this was a prophetic sign of a gathering coming to the Southern California. Water represents a spirit and the dolphins are encouragers. An army of prophetic encouragers will soon emerge, both young and old. Many people that the dolphins, uh, many people said the dolphins had gathered for food. In the same way, God is preparing a great, great banquet or a party that is coming to the Southern California shore to impact, that will impact the entire world. I, he said, um, He considered himself a spiritual dolphin, so to speak. God had given him the ability to see negative things and to turn them or to flip them into God's positive. Uh, And then he said, he said, he's a flipper, the dolphin, the flipper. He said, I compare my gift to flipper. I I teach people how to overcome the attacks of the enemy and to flip it to good. Starting in January, God will be holding back, uh, will be holding back the negative things that many people have spoken over the West Coast. We are entering into seven year time of mercy and blessing. Again, this does not mean that we will not see disasters or have difficult times, but God's mercy is going to triumph over judgment. This is a time for the West Coast to rise and shine from San Diego to Seattle. It is truly a year breakthrough for us and all. 
God has issued a new seven-year season of blessing. For the most part, it is the result of the prophetic intercessors crying out for mercy and more time. It is possible that if we respond appropriately, that it, we could... Um, that that could be held back even longer. In place of the prophetic word of judgment for the next seven years, God is releasing fulfillment of the prophetic words that uh, are based in revival and blessing. We are going to see the fulfillment of many of the prophetic promises we have been hearing for years. You know, I've had promises over me and words, and, and but we're going to see those things come to pass. He, he said here, Bob Jones saw one billion in harvest of the youth. Arthur Burt's prophecy word said, uh, there shall not be a, uh, no ebb. That means it's stopping of it. Paul Cain's nameless, faceless generation, he saw a rise. Uh, you know, the young, the young arise. Uh, the prophecy of revivals coming in spiritual, uh, uh, with, without stopping the stadiums being filled with people and lots more and these are going to come to pass this is the start of a seven-year reversal while time has been extended to make room for a huge harvest you will see many of your personal promises fulfilled over the next seven years this is not just for the west coast and and I would I would tell you to go ahead and get online and read all of it because it's very lengthy, but it, it's very good because God is opening up those new doors of revival. We're going to see our our things that God has promised us come to pass, and uh, so I just experienced that this week. Uh, Getting to pray for Avis and, and knowing that that was the time to encourage her and lift her up. Her time is not over and mine isn't either. Amen, amen. Amen. Come on up. George, come on up. Alan, while you get ready, I'm going to have George go ahead and give what God's given him. Amen. Praise God. Well, that excited my wife. Because our daughter just moved out to California. <laughs> yeah, she's hollering. I had to restrain her a little bit there. Yeah, she she was, in fact, on the way down here, she was sending us a, a video. You know, you, you can just communicate with one another instantly and on the these little iPads. She was at Santa Monica Beach, and the waves were coming in. Anyway, so praise God, and, and that's a good word. Uh, that's a good word. Hallelujah. Uh, Good to see all y'all uh, here this morning. Uh, I was the words that Dorman spoke about in the presence of the Lord is uh, fullness of joy, and I was the Lord spoke that to me as as we were this presence of God was here this morning. Wasn't there a sweet presence here this morning of His of, of His of His presence? But I was thinking about this is just for right now. I was thinking about how that you know you can be uh, you can be uh, in a bad situation, but when you got God's presence, there's joy. The, the, you know the word says he he spreads a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You can be in the presence of your enemies and still have that joy. You know, joy is not just a full bank account. A lot of people got a full bank account. They don't have God's joy or health. You can have good health and you can be empty. But you can have, when you have God's presence, there's a joy, there's a, 
there's an assurance. Anyway, so much for that. Amen. Well, I want to share what the Lord's uh, been speaking to me. Uh, he actually started speaking to me a, a, a theme back in the, in the late fall. And so I've kind of been just praying over it, mussing over it. And uh, I believe it's for this 2015. And, and I want to, he's kind of expanded a little bit as I, as I was kept seeking him. But I saw, uh, if I can use the term, uh, uh, a coming together. A coming together of things that have, there's been pieces over here, pieces over here that have not been come, been able to come together, and uh, I got to get my, I want to read it a little bit of it so I won't uh, mess up here. There is a coming together of things or ingredients to produce a desired result, or might I say, fruit. You know, that's what, that's what God's after is fruit, results. As you might say, God is going to show up and there is going to be a manifestation of his word and presence and then a demonstration of his power. Yes. Yes. Amen. Okay. I, see, I saw this in the church, but I saw it in a lot of things that that, that we are involved in, that God has got us involved in. There's been things, and it could be a lot of things in your life. It could be family situations. It could be investments. It could be lots of things that there's been things. Is this thing's ever going to work out? But God's bringing it together. And in, and in the church, I saw this uh, where there's, there's people that have got a real knowledge of the Word, and they're real strong in the Word, but there's a lack of the moving of the Spirit and then there's those that have a lot of the spirit, but a lack of the word. And, you know, uh, it can be a little, get into a little bit of a flakiness. And in the word, you can have a lot of the word, but there's no fruit. There's no, there's no uh, fruit. What do you do with fruit? You eat it. You, it it's satisfied. It enjoy, it, you enjoy fruit. So God is going to bring those two things together. He's going to bring the, the, the solidness of the word together with a moving of the spirit. In 2015, I see this. I'm not going to say it's all going to happen, but I see a moving in that area, a, a moving of that t- together. So don't be surprised when you see this start happening. And if it and if and if as it starts moving, you know, it's like anything starts coming together. It gets worked out. It gets perfected. So let it happen. Let it happen. Okay. Uh, the, the number two thing, and, and this is, I didn't have this. I just only had this one thing for, for quite some time. And, and then the, it's amazing on the 15th, the night of the 15th or the morning of the 15th of this month, which was this week. And I woke up and the Lord started giving me some more things to share because I knew I was going to come down here. And, uh, he said, uh, he said five is the number of grace. Okay. And three times five is 15. It's 2015. He said, there's going to be an abundance or a multiplication of grace for those who will believe and receive it in 2015. And he gave me 2 Peter 1, 2, and it says, 2 Peter says, grace and peace be multiplied, multiplied to you. That's, you know, is Peter's introduction. Grace and peace be multiplied. 
In other words, be multiplied. It's for those that receive it and believe it. So let's, let's get our hearts to do that. Okay, number three, uh, 2015 is going to be a year of separation of wheat and tares in our lives. Okay, but there's going to, I see this in, uh, in people, and there's going to be, don't, don't be surprised that, that, that some people that are just, God's going to remove out of your life, and, and don't, get, don't get worried about it. And, and, you know, it's like they're just not going to have an interest in your situation. But, but what, what the Lord really showed me is going to be in us. There's things in us, the tares in us, and it's grown up, and it looks like wheat. But there's, there's no, you, and, and the Lord, let me, let me go ahead and read what else he showed me. God is going to get the tares that look like wheat, but, but it's not. Wheat is the true bread. Tares can't produce bread. It looks like bread, see. And so it's stuff in our lives that it looks, you know, it's, I'd, I'd use the term religiousness. You know, things that we thought was going to produce something, and it's not going to produce, and it's a good thing. And, you know, but God's going to remove that, and, there's, and, and the Lord showed me there's going to be a rec- recognition of what is of the new man and of the old man more clearly in 2015. In our own lives, okay? And so, but God showed me, he said, he's going to just, this is, there's going to be a removal of this. And, uh, and, and that it's, it's going to take place. There's going to be things that you're going to recognize don't work. And it's just not going to be there anymore. And you're not even going to have a desire to do that anymore. But the only thing you're going to have a desire is to move in that, in what is of the new man. And that's going to produce fruit, not only in your life, but it's going to be for, produce fruit for other people that they're going to want to, that those that are truly hungry, they're going to want, what have you got? Okay? And then the last thing he showed me is Psalms 91 is going to become a greater reality in 2015 than ever before. Okay? So you just read and study Psalms 91, meditate upon that. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And under his feathers they shall trust. And I, I want to tell the last thing I want to say. I was thinking about a story I heard of a of a they had, and I suppose it's a true story, but it's a good story to get illustrate this point about being under his feathers. And I think it was a, a, a the story I heard was there was a prairie fire, and there was a I think it was a prairie hen or prairie chicken or some some fowl of that nature. You know how chickens they get their their little chicklets get under their wings, and, and they protect him, you know. Anyway, uh, I guess it was a, a game warden or something. They've come and found this. It was a mother chicken, prairie chicken or whatever it was, that it actually the fire had, had consumed her or uh, had killed her. I don't know whether she was consumed. She wasn't, couldn't be completely dead. But when he got to her and kind of moved her, out from under her wings were these little chicklets. They took off running. And and it was an and I thought, my God, under the wings. In other words, she gave her life for those babies. And I thought, how how an illustration is that Jesus gave his life for us, so we need to stay under his wings. Amen. Praise God. Good. All right. Well, there's there's a couple of words this year, and this is from me, not Chuck Pierce. But 
there's two words in there pasted on the side here. Expect the glory and receive the glory. Yes, Lord. So who is the glory? Christ is the glory of the Father. And you're in him, so who are you? You're the glory of the Father. So I'll, the other word I want to throw into your 2015 hopper is union. 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 What does union mean? It means you and I are on. That's what it means. It means that we're in Christ and there is no separation. You can't separate it. There's never been a separation. What you do does not separate you. What you believe does not separate you. Except for the fact of you being able to believe and receive. You are in complete union with the God of the universe. You are in the royal family. Now, I could just keep going here and keep going and keep going, but that is enough for you to get the picture. Some of us will leave here, and because the circumstances in our daily lives, in our families, in our situation on this earth, we feel defeated. We feel like we're losing. But did you hear what was being said here? We feel. Can you trust your emotions to teach you the truth? Can you trust your experience to teach you the truth? The, the Word of God says you are in union with love. God is love. You're in union with love. I didn't write it. Read it for yourself. So once you get a hold of that, you are the glory of the almighty God. And you are in complete union with him. Complete union with him. Now, if you think that sounds blasphemous, then you're not reading your Bible. Because that's exactly, I mean, exactly what it says. So get a hold of that. Now, let's move into... Kind of, we're, I'm doing a real brief synopsis of what Chuck Pierce says. Okay, um, he was watching Jeopardy, and something come up about the Panhandles, and this is what he said: We have the greatest influence in America this year. You're talking about the Texas Panhandle. Do you live in the Texas Panhandle? Or eastern New Mexico, which are one and the same, basically. Do you hear that? Okay, I hope you hear that. Uh, It's a prosperous year in 2014. We here are the key to influencing the rest of the nation. Don't go to sleep on this. Okay? Fasting is important this year. Uh, He had seven weeks at home. He was telling a story, kind of a funny story, because it's funny, I'm going to kind of relate it to you. He got off of bread and sugar for a while because he's overweight. Told his wife he was going to help her go Christmas shopping, and he'd been telling her, 
You're, I'm losing weight. I'm losing weight. And she's saying, I don't see it. I don't see it. And so he's carrying packages for her and came out in the mall into the hallway and his pants falls to the ground. And he says, and I have my arms full of packages. So the only thing I could do about that is laugh about it. And he said, you know what the first thing popped into my mind? It wasn't that I was embarrassed. It wasn't that my drawers are showing to all these people in the mall. He said, the first thing that came into my mind was, see, I told you I was losing weight. But anyway, I thought that was kind of humorous. But it has a point. He started on a quest, and he arrived at a destination. Because he didn't quit. Now, um, there's no striving. God is going to manifest the spiritual is going to show up for you and I. Um, He's going to back your witness this year. We're going to see more supernatural moves than we've seen in over 75 years. That That was his words. Uh, remember, let your faith be seen. It's coming up to you. Uh, the word of faith, will you'll have an instant breakthrough, and people are going to be coming back to the Lord. The burned stones that we all have talked about, you know, the people that feel like, um, you know, church didn't do anything but kind of kick me around, that kind of stuff is over. Why is it over? Because we're finally beginning to understand who we are and that we are love. And we're not the cosmic cops to tell people, oh, you're doing something wrong. You know what's going to happen to you. Well, you think the Lord can handle that on his own? Hmm. We explode in a faith move that will be amazing. Old cycles will break. And he means in this territory... And in business this year. So if you've been struggling, if you've been fighting, if you've been hanging in there, waiting and waiting and waiting, that's supposed to change this year. Heaven is changing in the heavenlies. Awful situations will change by supernatural grace. And as George shared, five means grace. Um, Striving. In the last 70 to 40 years, some of you 20, 30, and the last three, uh, this year the testimony will arise and destroy the robber of glory. See the power of God and sustain us. Enemy will do anything he can do, and he is going to try most of that in August this year. August, the enemy tries to stand. We are to stand steady against him. Share how God intervened and the harvest will manifest in that part of the year. Plenty has developed in the atmosphere. There is a plenty in the atmosphere. See, the glory can win the battle in the gates. And the gates is the decision makers. That's the government officials, people like that. Um, The whole region is going to shift. There will be a power move of the Spirit in every place 
in the Texas Panhandle. That sounds really cool to me. We will run with the horses. And he's referring to Jeremiah 12.5. If you think you had a hard time, your overcoming testimony and moving forward will demonstrate the faith that the Lord has for us and in us. Now, I'm going to kind of shift a little bit. He kind of shifted into a Hebraic calendar. This year is 5775. Israel at Rosh Hashanah, uh, the tunnels were uncovered where uh, Hamas was trying to come in to Israel in a secret way. They stopped. That was stopped. In 2014, 2015, excuse me, an out of grace, supernatural receiving of grace and strength is to the body of Christ. Seventy means the eye of God watching every intersection. Seventy is outpouring. Five is the window of heaven is opening over the panhandle. Worship. The Spirit of God will come and the wind will blow both naturally and in the Spirit. Well, that's nothing real new for us, but um, it, it will be a whirlwind year. This is a year of rest. Stay fully aligned both vertically, means to God, and horizontally, that means with each other. Stay directly under the eye of God. Press through to the promise, and this is a year of manifestation of stability and rest. Revival of prayer life is going to happen this year. Uh, we can stand in faith and pray for the leadership of our nation to be ruled properly. Now, our next rule of the nation, we are, begin to, we are to begin to pray for that now. We are to begin to declare it, pray for it, and open to it. It will be a rule of righteousness. And, and there will be a... Huge change in our nation, and the note I have here says, pray now. Do not go to sleep on this. Window of heaven is over us this year. All of a sudden, you will know, you will be confident, God is with us. This year in our city, our nation, our family, revival will come, an awakening in the midst of God's people, uh, cleansing of God's people. Next 10 days, align ourselves properly. So if you feel like you need to align yourself to believe the Word of God more, believe Him more, believe the supernatural more, go ahead right now. Okay. I, our ID, our identity, will be unlocked this year. goes right along with what George was saying to us. Um. He has a recognized uh, voice that we will hear. Uh, he gave an example of us taking our identity, taking it and using it. And he said there was a governor's race where um, the, the governor, the righteous governor, was way behind. They could not figure out why the church in that state arose and began to pray, and that governor was elected again. So that's the kind of power we have. Let's quit whining and start doing 
what the Lord tells us to do, basically. God's people cry out differently. Ask him to shift family, city, state, and nation. The hallelujah will come in 2015. In Luke uh, 5, he pointed out two things. Peter, <coughs> Excuse me. Peter it gets, he gets in Peter's boat to preach the gospel. And he's teaching, he's teaching in his boat, and after that's over, he shifts a blessing on Peter's business. He nearly sank his ships. He had such a harvest. God's goodness is revealed to us this year about our identity. You will express this in years ahead. Uh, He's going to pour down grace on you. You can't help but shine how good he has been to us and will be to us. Don't worry about other people. Now, the way he put it, he said, it's like Peter saying, what about John? He said, what's that to you? You follow me. Okay? Uh, So, John, quit paying attention to John. Pay attention to yourself Um, and how you're to follow Christ. He will give you the instruction, basically. Possess your inheritance. Um, He's saying that you're going to have to stand up. You're going to have to call on it. And you're going to have to believe the words that God has given you. Um, I could go into a lot of stories here, but we're going to go quickly into what this year is according to the word he received. It is a supernatural window. It is a heaven's window over the Texas panhandle. Uh, It's grace. It's supernatural manifestation of things. Watch for God has shown uh, he will show himself mightier than he has in 70 years. The eye of God will be on this place. Complete the things that need completing. If you've got something you've been hanging around on you for years, finish it up. And the harvest of the Texas panhandle, both in the natural and in the spiritual, is going to begin to take place. And he meant in animals, in crops, in the spirit, in families, in the cities, in the nation. So um, that's what I had on notes for, from Chuck Pierce. I want you to think about two things. Who you are in Christ and who he is in you. And remember that this is the year. You don't have to strive and you don't have to dig, but be aware. Be aware. Go get one of those deals off my desk, one of those plaques. You know, since uh, George said what he did about Psalms 91, you know, we've read the book back in there because I felt the Lord told me this, we need to get into Psalms 91 and camp there and stay there for a while. Well, about three weeks ago, uh, early in the morning when I was waking up, I saw a vision with this sign on my back gate. And on the front, above the front of the house, it said, protected by the God of Psalms 91. And I told the guys about it, and we went to the printing place and had a hundred of these in metal. 
printed up. Now, when I put one on my back gate and I put it above my front porch, I just felt the release uh, of obedience. And so I'm going to preach on Psalms 91 and his protection next week. But if you don't want to wait that long to get your plaque, I'll, we'll have them available here. They're $15 a piece, and they're metal, and you can put them on your back gate and and anywhere you want them. But I just feel like that what he said is this is right. God said there's a lot of things going on, but we got to start believing that he's protecting us from all that's going on. And this is kind of a reminder not only to you but to the enemy and and I want to tell you, it's not only just for a natural, it's for the spiritual realm. Because yeah. Satan quoted Psalms 91 to Jesus when he said, He'll give his angels charge concerning you, and they'll bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. Satan's well aware of Psalms 91, and we need to be well aware of it. Amen? Okay. So if you want to wait and get it next week, that's fine. If you can't wait, that's fine too, because they're there. Amen? Anybody else for today? Yes. Back in the winter of 1981, my daughter that just moved to L.A. was about four months old. And she contacted spinal meningitis, and we just about lost her. Um, But the Lord, in his goodness and his mercy, spoke to me Psalm 91. You know, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000, whatever. He said, but it shall not come nigh you. And he delivered her mightily through that word right there. You can take it to the bank. You can look death in the face, and God's word will deliver you mightily. And our little girl has perfect hearing. She had no hearing loss. She was in the hospital for about 10 days. God turned it around in less than 24 hours. She was out of ICU, and he delivered her. There were two babies that died that winter in Amarillo of spinal meningitis. And I just want to say that I appreciate the goodness of God in his mercy and open your ear to his word through opening your mouth. When the devil comes against you, when whatever it is that he's got his agenda, open your mouth and pour forth the living life of God because you can count on it. That life will deliver you. It will heal you. It will cause you to know him more intimately, to believe and trust in him more deeply. It will carry you over that rift. Amen. That was an amazing, amazing word that God showed you. And I was thinking about why it was in three parts. Because you know God has quite amazing timing. It's like he's slow, slower, and then slowest. I mean, when he moves, he moves quick, but you don't have to be in a hurry. He is time. There is no fear. There's nothing that can conquer us. Not anything. Because we are in him. I want to share something the Lord shared with me as you were sharing that this morning about the where the giant fell and he, and he became part of the valley. I'm getting feedback here. 
that and 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 it's it was that indecision. This is important. This is nothing we don't take lightly. This is no time to be in indecision. And uh, you remember the story of Moses and uh, when he had the rebellion. He said, well, he said, this time tomorrow, those that are on God's side and those that are on uh, the uh, Korah's side, the Korah of rebellion, he said, you make up your mind. And, you know, those that were on the other side said they, they were consumed. And it's no time to decide, well, am I going to get into this to this uh, walk of the spirit, this new man, this exchange, if I can use that terminology, and go with God? Well, I, I think it's because it, it, it's going to, this year is going to, there's going to be a tipping. And then the very, very fact that it became part of the valley it's going to become part of you. You be, you'll become a, you'll become you know you'll become a walking fear monger if I could use that term, and I hate to say that in that sense of a that's a that's a bad thing to say, but it's but it's a, faith monger. But it's a yeah, we're going to be a faith monger, <laughs> but but to, to, you know there's a, there's a choice here, and God's God's doing this because He loves us. I mean. And the enemies come down, you know, there's things going on that are, that this is real. This is real. It's real. Amen. Okay. The, a different way to think about it is what's working against you, what's come against you, God is going to turn it, and it's actually going to work for your favor, on your behalf. What's what he's meant for for evil, he will turn for good, and you're going to see him do that. Just like that giant that fell, it became a part of the existence, but it is going to work for you, not against you. You know, the thing about Psalms 91, verse 2 is your part. I will say of the Lord. It's your confession. Oh. Oh, oh. oh, yes. Oh, mm. Mm. thank you, Jesus. Saints, the glory of God is quite simply this definition, the manifest presence of Jesus. Yes. He was, he was a mess. There were types and shadows of it in the old covenant. But we don't live in an inferior covenant anymore, do we, John? We live in a superior covenant. And if Jesus manifested himself that good to people in an old covenant, how much more will he do it today in this new covenant? I want to give you fair warning. You need to be ready for divine interrupted church services and what you thought you were might going to do, you may have to hold on to it. Or you may be doing something you didn't think that you were going to do. Get ready for divine interruptions. We have a father and mother in the house that don't care anymore about divine interruptions. <laughs> and they're ready for them. Jim and Marsha, you've got gold on today. In Jesus' name, the gold is coming back in the house of the Lord. 
I have been in places where the gold was on people. It was on the floor. I have a friend in Muleshoe. Well, she lives in Lubbock now. Her name is Judy. She went to a meeting in Abilene, and there was gold, and she got a piece of scotch tape and put it on the floor and picked it up, had dog hair, people hair, dirt, everything, and it's still in her Bible, and you can see the gold flecks in there, in gold, in Jesus' name. Um, John, I declare in Jesus' name, that the spirit of infirmity that has tried to steal the breath from you and tried to shorten you and disrupt your life during the season of the celebration of our Savior's birth, I end it today in Jesus' name. I declare it's over. Jimmy stood up in here and he said, prophetic voices have the authority to begin and to end things. I end that season of warfare over you, and I declare the blowing of the wind of the Spirit in your house. You're going to have a whirlwind around your dining room table. Get ready. Receive it. That is part of the glory in Jesus' name. Linda, this year your deliverance is completed. This year, hmm, everything that the devil meant to kill you and destroy you with, this year, that thing is excised out of the camp in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I declare it. Oh, thank you. Saints, this morning during worship, we got lost in the glory. Hmm. We got lost in the glory, and, and I'll tell you, it's not about your musicianship. So everyone that, that's on part of the worship team or the sound, would y'all stand up? Mm. Julie, this morning, you just shouted and worshiped that new job in. Yes. Um, it, it came, and the open window came for it today. I believe that, and I receive with joy in Jesus' name. I declare over every one of you, I declare over you the release of the sound of heaven and that everywhere you go, the glory of his presence will always come out of you. I don't care if you're in the bathroom, if you're in the mall, if you're at work, or if you're at church. I declare to you that every bit of the sound of heaven that you are created to be will be the sound that resonates in this earth in Jesus' name. From the drums to the bass to the vocals to the piano to whatever gets in between, I declare that you are resonating the goodness of God. And I declare in Jesus' name that we no longer have to schedule a healing services. They pop up whenever they want to. Because in the glory, whatever is needed is what happens in Jesus' name. I declare in Jesus' name that every place where the stigma of being a holy roller has been put on you, that you're going to declare it. Yes, I am, and I'm a Psalms 91 holy roller in Jesus' name. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall always abide under the shadow of the Almighty for 2015 and the rest of your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Oh. All right, well, I thought we was ready, but I'm going to walk to Jim. He may not make it up here. Um, um, um. (laughs) During praise and worship, you let the, the roar of the lion... 
I said, that's a shofar. Who's blowing that shofar? And I looked and looked and I couldn't see it. It was her. And that, that was the shofar. And so, if ever God moves on, do that. Don't, don't hold back. Do it because it's, it's a blessing. And, and the shofar is the, the horn and it means alert and alarm. You know, like pay attention. Alert and alarm. And so, uh, <laughs> so don't hold back. That was a blessing. <sighs> oh, and that too. You know, that, uh, that person that you saw trying to stand, he's trying to stand in two different places. Those two different places, one was grace or, and the other was religion. And also had to do with the baptism of the Holy Spirit too. Some people want to get around uh, people that's spirit-filled but not really get involved in it thinking that we can have the best of both worlds. Well, it don't work that way. And so that's... that's just... Okay, well, Marion, you can wait. Okay. All right. Well, let's stand. Father, thank you for a good, wonderful day, and we just thank you for your presence. And Lord, your presence will go with us wherever we go. You never leave us nor forsake us. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember the crisis center. They really need your help today. Okay. And these still here, if you want one of them, you make your checks to Kingdom Way Ministry. <laughs>